Yo, what's going on, y'all? New week, new week. I'm popular, dude. Subscribe, support, shit. Wherever you at, wherever you get your podcast from, check this out. Episode 34, season 2. Going in this episode, guys. Had the intro pop. So yeah, how's everybody doing? We'll get right to it. Quick hit. Episode 24, Unpopular Theory. I'm sure. So let's start. Man, listen, we're going to start it off real quick. This episode, number 34 of Unpopular Theory, it was a freestyle. I wasn't even going to do it, but, you know, things happened this past couple of days. I had to get off my chest, so I'm going to share it with my people. So remember, subscribe, support, share. Thanks for the support. If you like donations, cash app, dollar sign, S-H-O-K-I-E-78. Again, people, it's not necessary, but appreciate it. All right, so let's go there. So, you know, working, being an adult. And uh, I feel like uh, as a man in society, you go through things. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to adapt to uh, the climate of sexuality. And, you know, people want to be called uh, him, she, he, they. That thing you have to adapt to. And, you know, that's fine because, you know, it's part of life. Adapting. But my whole thing with adapting or adapting to how things are becoming, you know, evolve, evolution. We all go through it. So here's my thing. I think whether you're straight, gay, bi, or whatever alphabet or, you know, pronoun you want to be called, it's a preference thing. It's what you went to. You know, if you want to argue about being born that way or whatever, it's all fine. But at the end of the day, if you have, uh, you know, a genitalia of a man and a woman, even though you may masquerade and, you know, feel that you're the opposite sex or whatever until you had the proper, you know, procedure to become that, you are what you are. And I'm saying that, people are like, why are you going there? Uh, you know, so let's just look at it this way. I think if I'm, uh, you know, a gay guy, I'm not, but if I'm a gay guy, and I'm gay, you're gay, fine. Who cares? Still a human being, still a guy. Um, that's what you do. I don't give a damn. But what I don't like is uh, when guys or whatever, women that are gay, act like they're the opposite sex. So what I mean is, like, you got a guy that's gay and he acts like a woman. And, you know, what do you mean? I like a woman. Has womanly traits. You know, he do things that we conventionally say women would do. Like, uh, let's think of something that a woman would do. You say, uh, and it's not all women, so, you know, if it don't apply, let it fly. But a woman, you know, typically doesn't want to do dirty work. 
not your average woman. You have some that do, but most wouldn't. You know, like kill a uh, an insect or whatever. There's some stuff that most women won't do. I know a couple that will, but the majority of women I know, most of them like, hell no, I ain't doing that. So when you're working in situations to where you have to get physical with something, and you're like, all right, you're a guy, you know, you may be gay, or you're a woman and you may be gay. Um, I'm not going to expect you to do everything under the sun, but you still got to pull your weight. It's just the fact of life. You have to pull your weight. So in my situation, I know this guy, you know, he pick and chooses when he wants that, like a woman, about things. Like, he's strong. Until you got to carry something up the stairs. Then he's complaining, oh, I don't feel like carrying up the stairs. I'm tired. But if you get him to, like, hey, move a box from one side of the room to the next, oh, yeah, I'll do it. I'm strong. And uh, shit blows my mind because at the end of the day, I can pick boxes up and down, walk up and down the stairs with the same boxes, and I won't say anything. I even know a woman that works for me. She'll, she'll do the same thing. I won't complain. And it's baffling to me because this guy that's physically strong enough to do it always complains about carrying shit up and down the stairs. And I'm talking about one or two flights, not ten flights. One to two flights. He complains all the time. He makes the woman look bad. I mean, I'm sorry. Let me correct that. He makes the woman look great because she don't say anything. But I'm like, damn, you a whole man. Bro, carry the shit upstairs. Oh, my legs. It's always an excuse. Always. So I sit there. I say, yo, bro, like, this shit is corny. And then the last couple of months or so, he's been wearing, like, these tight-ass jeans. Like, pants so tight. He came, if you drop a box on the floor, he can't bend down and pick it up. And a couple of days ago, something like that happened. He said, I can't bend down and pick the box up. So I asked him, the fuck you wearing tight-ass pants for? Ain't no circulation, my man. You hopping to get in them jeans. Like, what are you doing this for? So everybody's laughing. He's like, oh, you're being shady. I'm like, no, I'm not being shady. I'm being honest. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I get it. You're gay. We all know. Fine. But that's some fucking dignity, bro. Wear pants that are flexible where you can move because we do work where you have to be able to move and bend. And, you know what I'm saying? But you can't do it when you got to hop in your jeans. And when I'm talking about tight, I'm talking about you could have seen everything that's in his pocket. $5, quarters, keys, all that shit. He had that. Like I'm like, yo, bro, your shit is tight, man. Wear looser jeans. And he always liked to wear tighted shirts. Like, he wears a large, I think, because we give out shirts or whatever. He always wants to put on a medium and small. And I'm like, yo, come on, man. Like, cut the shit out. Like, what are we doing here? And then I'm like, oh, I get it. I get it. I know why he does it. Because he's showing off for his boyfriend. Yeah, it's a whole messy situation, but it is what it is. And this is my forum to get this shit off. <laughs> I love that. Let me get some shots. Take that, take that. So, yeah, Mr. Tight, he be going all in with the tightness for his boo. So, again, we working, but he always fucking complains, man. And then if I say something to it, he, he pulls the... Why are you talking about me like that card? You know I'm... And I'm like, what the fuck your sexuality got to do with you doing work? 
But then when I look at it and I see how society is, it's like some people that are a part of the alphabet clique use that as a weapon. They weaponize their preferences, their sexuality. So then you got masculine or regular dudes that just want to work and get home and be effective at their job. Job performance could get you know, scrutinized because of people that don't want to hold their end or carry their own. And the shit irks my nerves because it's like, yo, we work together. You're only as strong as your weakest link. And I feel that in situations like that, it becomes frustrating because it's like you have to be accountable for somebody that's maybe physically bigger than you or strong or even stronger than you. But then they want to dumb it down when it comes to them doing things that may be a little more, you know, challenging to the body. And I'm like saying this person's not disabled. This person is able to do the job. But when I voice my masculine opinion and put it in a professional manner, the first thing that they revert to is, oh, you know, um, and now I'll be like, it's a fucking excuse. It's a crutch. So I can imagine what people go through every day that may not know how to articulate themselves in a professional setting. And me, I work in a professional setting. Corporate, no, not corporate, but city, whatever, you know, I have to deal with and articulate uh, myself in certain ways with people to where I can't come off as this hood nigga. But even though I'm not a smiling dude, so they really assume that I'm a hood dude. So if I say something and someone's going to be, you know, sensitive about it. And it, to me, it don't cross the line as being like insensitive at all. But me telling him like, yo, no, your fucking pants are so tight. That's why you can't bend down. Like, wear looser pants. And, you know, he's like, oh, you're shading me, man. And I'm like, no, I'm not shading you. It's the fucking fact. You wear tight-ass pants, and you're working a job to where you got to be able to bend. That makes no sense. So he's like, oh, you know, it was a whole thing. So then his boyfriend jumps in. He's like, well, you know, we could wear what you want, and you got on shorts. You're really not supposed to have them. I said, you're my man. It's 100 degrees. The fuck I look like standing outside in some pants. He's like, yeah, but you know, I said, again, it's 100 degrees. We're standing, no shade, sun beaming, hot as hell New York summertime. I'm going to wear something that's comfortable for me. These shorts are not going to stop me from bending and moving because they're not hoochie daddy shorts. They're regular shorts. <laughs> Breathable and shit. So, again, and they're not short. They're at the knees or whatever. So, I'm like, yo, if I'm comfortable in that and I'm getting my work done, What's the issue? What's the difference when a woman wears a skirt? He had nothing to say, but again, he has to defend his boot. Oh, my bad. I'm not supposed to know they fucking, but they are. We all know. Everybody knows. It's out in the open. But just dealing with that situation, and then I had a situation I spoke about last season where one of my guys quit. For We're basically dealing with the same shit. Like, we're masculine men that work, and we got to deal with people who are non-masculine men, and that's hard to adapt to because you don't know what to say. But they can uh, be shady, and that shit baffles me. It pisses me off, but it baffles me as well. Baffles me as well because uh, you sit there, and I think women are catty. You know, I could be wrong, but most women are. It's like watching the real. My wife always asks me, "Why do you watch uh, the Real Housewives of Atlanta?" Because I said, that's how most women are. 
they'll sit there, they'll talk about each other, then they'll run one person out the group, run to the next group and be like, yo, you know such and such said your hair fucked up, yo, the food is nasty, blah, 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 blah. And it creates the argument and the drama on the show. And like me and my daughter was talking about that. I said, they're acting, you know, for the show, but they're being themselves because that's how women are. Not all, but women mostly are like that. They're fucking catty. So when you have men physically that act like women, the shit pisses you off. Because you look at this dude, this dude is like two and some change. He's a solid dude. But when it's about lifting boxes up the stairs, he becomes a woman. The The female comes out. Well, you know, it's the elevator broke. Fuck, the elevator been broke for a year. What makes you better than me? Oh, because you're gay? Oh, so you're using that excuse. But they don't say it, but they do. That's one example. The example I gave last season with my man. Same thing. And me and him talk all the time. And I'm like, yo, bro, we still going through the same shit you were screaming and yelling about. It ain't going to change because of the dynamics of the workspace. So now this week, we got uh, my emotional manager. Very emotional. First time being a manager, you know, say I have more manager experience. He has more, you know, working with the city and working in that structure experience. So I didn't know we had a problem. But we have a problem, Houston. We do. That, take that. He don't like that I call his boo out. He hate that shit. And I'll, I've been calling this boo out for like the last two months. And ever since that, he's been doing the shady movements. He'll tell other people things and they relate to me, even though I'm the team captain. He'll do shit like that and he'll text uh, I got a guy called a fence straddler, but he's not even a fence straddler. He he plays the side that he selects on whichever day he wants to be. And now he's dealing with the uh, the manager more, so the manager is looking for him like, yo, do that, yo, go and do this. So the manager gets an insight to shit that I want. I'm not privy to anymore. So being that I peeped that and I moved like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to see what he's going to say. So we have our little meetings, and he's like, hey, you got any issues? I go, nope. You got any issues? He goes, no. And I'm like, all right. So since nobody have an issue, there's nothing to talk about. But when other associates have issues, and he'll be like, yeah, I talked to uh, Cap about it, Ashok about it. He ain't talking to me about it. And I confront him on that. I'm like, yo, so why do you tell us such, such that this happened? And it didn't happen. He gave me a stupid look. I'm like, damn, I said that? Oh, no, I ain't meaning it that way. I'm like, eh, all right, whatever. So he's like, it, it's uncomfortable. He's uncomfortable because I'm just being straightforward and he's a slick motherfucker. But again, he's going to sass me. He's going to do girly shit or girly things. And then when I say something about it, I'm the bad guy. And I could be like, yo, that's messed up. And he'd be like, what do you mean? I mean whatever do you mean? No, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't do anything. And he'd be like, connect the dots, A, B, and C. That adds up. Two plus two equals four. I show him that. And he'd be like, oh, yeah, you know, when I get upset, I just need to. I'm like, yo, but you're a manager. You're making this shit personal, my man. And it's personal because, like I said, you're fucking the dude, man. We don't care. But just stop blurring the lines. 
the lines are blurred. So now I'm just experiencing everything that my guy went through from my point of view. And unlike him, I'm going to articulate myself in a way that it's not going to be savage, but it's going to be taken that way because they're going to become the victim. So that sexuality, them being gay and acting like women, they're going to flip that on me and I'm going to be the bad guy. So I've been dealing with that for the last six to eight weeks, two months. And this shit is annoying. I don't see how people deal with this shit. So just imagine you got people who don't have the collectiveness and calmness that I have or the poise or whatever to deal with it. And I'm at my breaking point. The shit is annoying as fuck. And some days I, I just want to say, you know what? Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. And I'm out. Every day I think about that. And I have a fucking easy job. It's a great job, but it's annoying. So again, just imagine for somebody else that's going through it and they don't have any options. Like, what the fuck do you do? You go to work every day, you bust your ass, you, you give 110%, and then you got to deal with the fuckery. And then the scary part of everything, when you have women that are out here going through some bullshit, dealing with whatever they deal with, but when they come to work, they separate it. They want to help. They want to be involved. They roll up their sleeves. They get dirty. And then you have a man that sits there and be like, oh, I don't want to do it because it's just too much. The shit baffles me. It baffles the fuck out of me. So I sit here and I'm like, damn, how do you fix this? How do we come to some type of agreement to where we're going to separate that shit? Because I believe it's over. I don't think you can. Maybe that's my pessimism about the shit. But I just feel the climate we are in today, shit is fucked up. Like, I got a son that I have to raise a certain way now. I have to. Basically make him like ultra sensitive now. You have to worry about everybody's feelings. And I'm not saying I'm raising or people that I know are raising kids that are going to be insensitive and bigots, but shit. Like to the letter of the law is just ridiculous now. Stop acting like a girl. That could be considered offensive. But what if the person's really acting like a girl? I really want to say, yo, stop acting like a bitch. But I say girl. And they could, you could probably lose your job for some shit like that. It's, it's crazy. You say something, hey, why are you acting like that, man? Oh, you know, you're being shady. They report you to HR some shit saying I'm making them feel uncomfortable. It'll probably be some type of investigation. They're going to stick together. I mean, then I'm going to be the bad guy. So I have to mince my words, even if they're not harsh, because they're going to be perceived and taken as being harsh. And I don't give a fuck. We live in a time where I'm, I'm from an old school era. I love the 80s, 80s kids, age flex people. Get that, take that. And we had to go through some shit. You know, you live in the PJ's hood, wherever you from. Motherfuckers get talked about. You get talked about when you got a lot of roaches in your crib. You get talked about your parents is crackhead on snaps, welfare, whatever, man. Clothes stink, smell, peasy ass head, butter breath, butter plaque on your teeth you get talked about kids are fucking mean man like we're mean ass kids you get snapped on complexion complexion all types of shit texture hair you know what i'm saying so i come from that era 
But now, you can't say nothing. Nothing at all. Everybody's sensitive. And I, I know, I know, I know. Shok, why are you saying this? Because it's true. Like, we're raising a generation of kids who are not going to have thick skin. And the ones who have thick skin are going to be fucking weirdos to them, to the ones who don't. So you train your children, you sharpen them up to go into this world, to learn how to fend for themselves, defend, you know what I mean, be offensive and defensive, defensive depending on the circumstances. And they're going to be fucking anomalies. They're going to be the weirdos now. They're going to be like, no, uh, uh, I can't say that. Not going to do that. Not going to say that. Can't. But they're going to get sassed. They're going to get the eyes rolled at them. So we got to train them differently. And that's fucking nuts, man. Because now I'm sitting here like, yo, I really got to, like, think about this shit. I got to do homework. Malcolm X doing this day and age. Oh, man. He probably want to kill himself. Because you can't be real. Nat Turner. <laughs> like, they couldn't survive. Marcus Garvey. Shit, look what they doing to Farrakhan. I'm saying people like these these people I just spoke of, how would they navigate during these times? Like when they were like masculine men. And just because you're masculine, it means you're hate. You have hate for anybody that chooses to be gay or whatever. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to have hate. And most times, the people I know, they don't have that. I don't have it, but it could be perceived. When I speak my truth, and I realized as I gotten older that just because you view it as the truth, the next person may not. They may look at it like, nah, he's losing his mind. You ever try this? Like, uh, we could sit and we could watch something, a fight on a TV, a game in real life or whatever, right? And uh, you watch a game or a fight. Final play breaks down, and uh, some people only see like the, the the play that led to the shot or led to, you know what I mean, whatever happening that helped the team prevail. But then you got other people that watch the same game with you that see everything on the opposite end of the spectrum, meaning like the defender bit left to the crossover. So I want y'all to follow me on that, you know? So if you think about it, let's talk about uh, who, oh, the, the Kyrie Irving shot. It's one of my favorite shots in NBA history. Last season, uh, me and my brother talked about it, right? When you look at the play, you look at the isolation play that was called, you know what I mean? He's looking at the time. He got to a sweet spot. He got Curry on that island, and he knew once he got Curry on the island what to do. But the fact that Curry was getting roasted by him on isolations for the whole entire series, made him play off. But then Curry failed to realize, hey, this guy, this is one of his sweet spots. This is where he shoots a lot of high percentage, difficult shots. So he basically put him in predicament where if Curry understood the scouting report, he would have played better deep. But again, it is what it is. Now, that's me being a basketball mind and understanding that. But the average person that's not in a sports like that or basketball like that wouldn't have seen that. But everybody talks about the block. 
that, take that. But anyway, that's just just to give you a little perspective on that. Even with a boxing match. So uh people see what their eyes and mind are trained to see. And when we live in a time where everybody wants to be the victim, your their eyes and their mind, or their mind is being trained. Not necessarily the eyes, but their mind. So if you say, hey, stop acting like a girl, their mind is, oh, he's being insensitive, he's being a dick, he's being hateful, you in HR, investigate it, you lose your job. The whole uh, acronym thing and pronouns or whatever, right? You know how hard that shit is to remember? Even though they put it in the, uh, the emails now in most places. But just think about that. Let's say I came in and I want to be identified as a she. But I sit here, 200-pound man, full beard, average build. And there uh, you know, people who are not cognitive reading or privy to my uh pronoun may say, hey, he's over there. Oh, there you go right there. Yo, how many guys and women, women and men you have in the office, they count me as a, a, a man, but I identify as a woman. And if I, you know, he says something or that person says something loud enough, I can take it with offense. And I can make a case to HR and this person can lose their job. So you can lose your livelihood for a mess-up. you not paying attention to how I want to be identified in the email. Because when you walk in the space that I work in, hey, her name is George. Her name is George. Repeat what I just said, right? But George is a, a guy. So you can be mixed. What if I'm going through something in, at home and then I come to work and I'm mixed? And I call George a he, but George is a she. Or I call Stephanie a man and, you know, it's, you know what I'm saying? It happens. But depending on that person, if they the victimizing victim, you know what I mean? The victimizing victim. I made that phrase up. Because I feel like people in this climate take advantage of that shit. So they say, oh, you know what? I'm the victim. And I'm going to use that power to my full abilities. I'm going to use the fact that everybody knows what's going on publicly. And I'm going to use that shit as a weapon. And the people I work with, they have weaponized their sexuality. So it's fucking crazy. That every day I have to walk on eggshells when I see some fuck shit. So my tolerance is truly being tested. So people, if your tolerance is truly being tested, just remember, it's only going to get worse. Only going to get worse. This shit ain't getting no better. It's only going to get worse. And we're going to have people that's going to be sitting up here. They're going to listen to the show. They're going to. You know what I mean? Whatever. I might lose some fans. Fuck it. It's the truth. It's only going to get worse. And this is not for people that are bigots or have hate. 
This is for regular people that just want to go to work and do what they got to do. I ask you, men and women, what are you going to do if you mince, misannounce somebody? If you say something like, stop acting like a girl or man up. Come on, man. Stop acting like that, man. Man up. And that could be deemed inappropriate, depending on who you're saying it to. Oh, they're going to say something about your tone, your aggressive. You know what I realized? Most of us have two tones. We got the tone that we use when everything is peachy, and we got the tone when, you know, shit ain't too peachy. So if you're getting sassed all day by some, some man, right, but he talking to you slick like a woman, what are you to do? Giving you shade, making kissing, sucking teeth, and all types of stuff. And then you go, yo, you good? You good, huh? What's up? You all right? Guess what? You're aggressive. You made them uncomfortable. And if you said it's just you versus them, and you know they're going to hold each other down. Yep. That's one thing I give them. They got unity like a motherfucker. They stick together. They may shit on each other like we do, but as a unit, unified front, publicly, oh, fuck, yeah. They, yo, them two I work with hold each other down. I'm talking. Hold each other down. Wrong, right, whatever. Like, this dude be... Yo, trust me. Like I said earlier. So, if you're dealing with this shit in your workplace, your life, I don't know what to do. Find a hole, a gray area. Uh, be like uh, Married With Children, Al Bundy or some shit. And uh, start a fucking a clique, a club. No man, man. Because this shit is getting real. There's a lot of Jefferson-ass dudes in this world, man. Age flex people. Watch Married with Children. Greatest show ever. One of the greatest. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's hard for a masculine man to survive in this world. It's too much bitch-assness. And I'm saying it. Brought the old word back. That's the title of the show. Stop the bitch-assness, man. Don't know how we're going to stop it, people. But again, this is just a quick hit to tell you what's happening. Might do a follow-up to it. So y'all get in the comments on a pod page. Let me know. I'm putting this out ASAP. Stop the bitch assness and just like figure this shit out, people. Because this world ain't gonna get no better with this bullshit. And again, I'm not trying to spread hate rhetoric or anything like that. This ain't nothing against the community. I just feel like shit be going down and regular Joes that's just trying to live and feed their families. Got to deal with this shit every day. And it can be a lot to deal with. So who's out here looking out for the the guy? Because remember, remember inclusion and everybody want to be acceptable and a part of the show. But now this shit is just, is, just, is just crazy. All right, people. That's my time. Remember, subscribe, support, share. Wherever you get your podcasts from. Popular Derby there. You know what I'm saying, people? Let's let's figure this shit out, guys. Pod page, the fan page. Check it up. Drop comments and inbox. We got ideas about upcoming shows, whatever. Let's get at me. Like I said, pod page, P O D P A G E dot com. Unpopular theories the show. My name's Show. Alright, y'all later. Listen while I take pictures back and lay this rap.
same crime, different trials, nigga, picture what this is. And did I mention, promise to pay back to me, hitch me, and do 